Welcome to Newsworthy with Norisworthy. Get ready for some awesome. All right, friends, welcome back to the show. Today we have our man back on the podcast again, Ram Johnny. How are you, sir? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. As well. How do we say Merry Christmas in Kenya Rwandan? Uh, noheri Nziza. Noheri. 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 Nziza. Ziza. Yes. I like that. And Kiswahili, Noheli Njema. Noheli Njema. Yes. I feel like I, I'm not saying I can't do both, but Swahili feels more natural. Yes. Swahili, it's, it's you know, Swahili, it's easier compared to Kenya Rwanda. Kenya, Is it really? Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, mm. The wedding I did, the three lines. I, <laughs> I don't know if you if you noticed beforehand, before the wedding, uh, this a couple of weeks ago, we were doing a wedding for uh, some friends from Rwanda, and I was doing a couple lines in... Uh, Kenya, Rwanda. Uh, and I, beforehand, mm-hmm. Brent, Brent, worship leader Brent, you know Brent, he said, Luke, I've never seen you nervous before. I'm like, well, I don't want to <laughs> screw this up in, with three lines. And... Uh, yeah, it was good. We did great, and uh, always people get surprised when they they see someone from here speaking the language, and then the way you pronounce it, it it's like the way I'm speaking English right now. But people are listening, are getting what I'm saying, but yeah. the accent say, "Oh, I know where you're from, man. You're not from here." Yeah. So that was the the thing. We understood what you're saying, but it, it was good. It was really it's it's encouraging in the. Yeah, a lot of people looked at me like, "Oh, you're just a a, a light skinned guy from Rwanda." From That's, Rwanda, yeah, they're like, "Who to Tutsi? We're not sure, but you're just light skinned <laughs> from, from, from yeah. west, from from west, right? Very, very west okay, Rwanda." Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what. Well, okay, so obviously, you're joking aside. Your English is exponentially better than my Swahili. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you, Lord. but. The, like the fear is mm. like you don't want to butcher it in a way that comes true. across disrespectful true, true. and uh so that's like the anxiety for me is like, it happens it happens a lot some, some, when you don't know the language you don't know the proper word to use exactly and spe- especially like in swahili there's a way you can pronounce a word uh, and then other people they take it and uh, the translation any other things which might not be good. Yeah. But that's why I was making sure that you pronounce the way I tell you, which is do good. You, do you remember the emoji you sent to me like the night before? <laughs> you, so you you typically will, like if I'm trying to learn something, mm-hmm. you'll send me a voice memo, which yes. is super helpful. And then I'm just like, okay, trying to do it. And so of course my family's like, Luke, what are you doing? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah we know what you're doing now. But I sent a video of me saying it back to you and your emoji was you laughing, which I was like, I don't want a laughing emoji right now. I need like a... Thumbs up or a good job or something, but you give me a laughing. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. Because but, even the voice itself, we was saying that you were nervous when you were recording that one. Oh, man. You were not Luke, that look at no. That's why I laughed. I said, come on, man, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, but you, like just the margin of error mm-hmm. is like you just... That's why, that's why I hate these things of emoji or whatever. You just... You, 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 these things, you know, smile and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people might, you know, interpret in the yeah, way interpret that it a different yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why if there's like a, a baseline understanding, like, hey, like obviously when I did your wedding, like I mm. I, I was closer to you than Jean Pierre, yes. just mm. because I've I've known you longer True. and all that. And so I knew without a shadow of a doubt that mm-hmm. you knew where I'm coming from. Like, hey, True. you know, I'm working hard on this. True. I'm doing my best I True. can. Uh, but some people who like who were just uh, who were spectators who were watching like who didn't know me maybe mm-hmm. uh, they were is this guy making fun you're like, very famous in Rwanda because <laughs> did I tell you that the, that the the video the wedding video they were aired in a national TV in Rwanda 
Are you serious? Seriously, I will give you a couple. Oh, they no. aired it. They aired in Rwanda because uh, you know there's a guy who works on TV on TV and national television Rwanda, and then he 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 was asking men, "We need you." Your wedding, we need your, you know, the footage sort of me, you know. Um, oh goodness! And then that that was the funny thing they say. How comes American speaking Yaranda? Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you for convincing the world. <laughs> uh, Rwanda forever. Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. I would take you there one day. I would honestly, I would love to go there. And the 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 things that I'm scared about, you must stay there because you will come really? back and take your family. And say, we have found the paradise. Well, okay, so if someone's coming to Rwanda, what are the th- like? If someone comes to Austin, mm-hmm. I'm going to get them good Tex-Mex. We're mm-hmm. going to get uh, as some good Mexican food. Yes, we're going to get barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably want to get like some local ice cream. Mm-hmm. Want to see downtown. Mm-hmm. Want to see like the lake or something like that. See some of the views. Uh, like if, if I go to Rwanda, like what are the things? The first things. Uh, let's say like you come from here and then mm-hmm. we go straight. I I will take you to 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 the Gorilla Mountain because uh-huh. that's a our culture. You need to show you the beauty of the country, uh-huh. and uh, of course I will give you the milk. Milk is very important. Mm-hmm. We have ikivuguto, which is good milk. It's buttermilk. What is, buttermilk? Yes. Tell me more. What is it like? It's 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 it, in the culture. Um, milk. It's it's a way to to welcome someone. You respect really? someone. So, and another things. I won't forget it is to take you to the memorial genocide mm. so that you may understand beforehand, before you go for, I take you to the city, I take you to meet mm. the people. You need to understand what happened around us so that you may be, you know, not attentive on everything. Cause uh, you know, not exactly when you see the people, you will know exactly yeah. uh, how, how they felt, how they were 24 wow. years ago. So that's what we do. That's the thing. So the museum. So it's um, it's, it's it's a genocide memorial. Wow. So we <clears throat> normally take you people there. They we explain what happened, and then they, they know the history of the Rwanda, and then and then they they. I, I remember last time. Last, I think two years ago when Ellen went to Rwanda. Uh, uh, the five things they after after I left the airport, they they took her to to the memorial, and the, she cried. She couldn't wow. even do other stuff. Because she's just crying. And now, when you understand the culture, you understand the people, it will be easier. For you. You'll be open. You'll be free to... And you know what you do. Well, it's not... So I've I've been to Yad Vashem, which is the Jewish Holocaust Museum. Mm. And it was overwhelming. It was one of the most uh, heartbreaking things. It and, is. Uh, the image, they have this mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this one part where it's shoes <sighs> and rings. Mm. Uh, and mm. those images have been like burned in my brain. And I don't know anyone who has firsthand experience True. with that tragedy. True. Whereas, uh, obviously, you, like, I that this isn't just some story. Like, this is your story. This yeah, is it's my you, story. You experience. And so for me, I, I can only imagine the mm. kind of... Uh, uh, the kind of response that that would create knowing firsthand like the people who've like that this is your story and you've lived through yeah true. wow but it's it's a way just to face our reality our our experience so if you want to be friend to me friend, friend of me you you need to understand what i passed through so that you may know me better yeah that's why whenever we have visitor from outside we take them to our story mm-hmm. know our story 
maybe you had another expectation about Rwanda. Rwanda is beautiful right this day, but 24 years ago was not this. People's yeah. killing. So we give you a story so that you may know us much and then you may love us much better when you know someone. Would it be fair to say you can't know Rwanda without knowing the genocide? It would be very hard. I guess it'd be like in the States to say that, and this is one of the, I think the, the weaknesses of, of our country is that mm-hmm. we don't have, um, I, I don't want to say we don't have, but the willingness for us to like talk about the, the genocide that's happened with the Native Americans mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. the way that black people have been treated and yeah, the slavery, slavery mm-hmm. um, there are obviously monuments and, and museums to, to that, but um I think that's something that's been harder for America to put front and center. And but I, think, I, had, I don't know. I had something to call it like a Black History Month. Black something. History Month. Yeah. yeah. So that's the month of February. Yeah. But the way I understand Black History Month is it, it celebrates the best of black excellence. Oh, I see. I it see it doesn't talk about the worst of America's history. That's, that, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's different to Rwanda. It, it, it is different. And to say that slavery is the same, same as a Holocaust mm. or a genocide, it, it's, it's obviously not the same. Mm. Um, uh, slavery is awful and it's a terrible thing that's happened in America. But again, it's the difference of how, how we've responded to it. Mm, true. In, uh, in, in Germany, uh, my daughter was telling me that uh, she was learning about Germany in her elementary school, and her mm-hmm. teacher lived there. And she said something, and I haven't fact-checked this, but there's something about how they don't fly flags as much because of oh. the connection that has to um, what they did. Uh, and there's a willingness mm. to say, like, we, we don't... We don't want to whitewash this away. True. We want to acknowledge it. So, true, true. Uh, yeah, all, all that to say, obviously going to Rwanda, that would be um, deeply meaningful to sure. check one day, out. One day, I will take you there. Yeah, explain to me the milk. Why oh, is that? The milk, because you know, you know, I told you last time that a cow, yeah. cow has a big meaning in, uh-huh. in, in, in Rwandan culture, and a <clears throat> cow produce milk. You know? mm-hmm. so, what is a different kind of milk than you find in the States? Uh, it is because uh, I would say it will, our milk is fresh milk. It's not the milk that you took to the whatever. Pasteurized and all right. that stuff. Yeah, it's fresh milk. They just milk the cow and they give you the milk. And you drink. You drink. There's not like skim milk or no, anything. No, it's fresh milk. It's <laughs> I've heard someone say. I've heard someone say. Uh, I don't like liars and I don't like skim milk. And skim milk is liars because it's not really milk. It's water. <laughs> so this is none of that. It's like the legit real milk. Real milk. Okay. Real milk. What do you drink? It is it like milk and cookies or just straight milk by itself? We technically take milk alone because uh, we don't. This day has already changed by the culture. Mm-hmm. You take milk. Alone. And then it's it's a kind of symbol, you know, a mm-hmm. culture thing. You drink mm-hmm. and you give to back to the person. It's like really? say, let's share as friends. You're, and you're uh, holding like one cup, like it's yes, you show the one cup. Really? Yeah. Fancy. It, it's not. It's not. It's not like a cup, like a regular cup. It's called ikansi. Ikansi. Similarly, it's, it's like a tree. It's a cup. I would say it's a cup made by in the tree. Okay. And then you just... It's carved out of wood? Yes, carved out of wood. So, and then you drink and you give it to the person and say... Wow. That we're here... That wow. friendship. It's, 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 it's beautiful. Yeah. And so there's a, something that you have to do. That's a, okay. The tradition clause. You remember there's a way that we were, we came to sing at a church here, mm-hmm. dressing mm-hmm. the, the tra- Randy's tradition clause. It's mm-hmm. called Imishanana. So Imishanana... It's it's another thing. So when you come to Rwanda, 
So I will force you to do that because it looks beautiful. It looks, it, 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 it show you the other. What is it? Describe for someone who's never seen that. Is it? It's a car. Let me, let me, let me see. Well, they can't look at your phone right now, Ram John, while you're pulling this up. You have to explain it. Okay. Yeah. You okay. pull it up. Imi <laughs> Shanana. Yeah. It's, it's here. So this is a traditional yes. African garb that mm. has this been something that's been worn for uh, for a long time. Is this new? It's for a long time, it will be like a even hundred years. And maybe. so, how how often are you putting this on? All right. So this is how. Okay, so this looks like to me. Um, I don't know how to describe this. Uh huh. So it's like a he has like uh, looking at a couple right now, and this gentleman has. It's kind of like a wrap around. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. It, I, ha- I have them here. One day, I'll, uh, okay. You go. You check the p. There's a there's a picture, the photo, uh, in the, in a Jerry's office. Uh huh. So he took the photo when we were going singing there. Yeah. And they, you, you said, I have them. My wife has them, and then it's but it's like we we carry we carry. This, it's this. a traditional African garb that. Uh, there are people who wear this on a consistent basis at Westover, like from not white people, <laughs> but uh, that's not. Uh, there are many Africans who wear stuff like that consistently, so it's not yes. like that's. I've never seen it before. I've never worn it before. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 happening, but every culture, the way the way we take Mishanana and the way we we wear them is not the same way Burundians or Congolese or really. Uh, let's say like Kenyans, they call they have a tribe called Maasai. Mm-hmm. Maasai, they have a different. It's garment like this one is different. Mm-hmm. So it, you will look like like if you ask like a someone from Africa, and you show this different clothes, they say, oh, this one's from Rwanda. This is from Kenya. This is Nigerian clothes. This is this South African clothes. This is you can pick it out by the subtle differences. So you you see it and no, oh, this I know I know where from. You know, it's funny, in the States, you could tell people's uh, geography, location, where they're from, based on the kind of barbecue sauce they use. <laughs> like, a different kind of barbecue. You're like, oh, I see. Okay, you're from Kansas. You're from Georgia. You're from Texas. I love that. And uh, for, for y'all, it's close. So, I mean, we all have, have our own thing. Now, one of the things that was fascinating, you said this uh, a couple weeks ago in service. Mm. You're doing the welcome. And you talked about the month of December is a family month? Yes, yeah, a family month. Okay, so that's around the holidays, yes. around Christmas. Mm. Uh, tell me what family month means. Uh, it's technically when people when come to December, uh, we have, uh, we have like Rwanda, we have uh, not big cities. We have Kigali, we have uh, other su- suburbs of Kigali, but that, that, that's that's big city. So a lot of people go live in city just for, li- for living. And But when it comes to December... They ca- they can't come back to to the village to where their parents are, so they celebrate with oh. them there. So it's it's like when you don't show up on Christmas on New Year on in the, in the month of December, the family consider you as a prodigal son. You are prodigal. You are lost. Where you come? Mm-hmm. Come back to the family. So it's a family month. We cook. We eat together. Like my mom every every Christmas. She cooks for the community, mm-hmm. like let's say hundred people, cook and the and, and the people come eat. I don't know this day because of COVID, or yeah. it might be hard. But uh, that our tradition, we welcome everybody, especially the family. Mm-hmm. We meet, we talk, we laugh, and 
and and and and, and we, we we pray together, we worship together, and the things that's the very expensive month, very because? expensive because everybody wants to go in town, uptown, they won't go to village, so the transportation is goes high. Oh, they jack up and the the everything goes high because people they have saved money for December. Really? Okay, your mom was here like a year ago yes. in the States? Yes. Uh, so obviously you're probably not going back mm. this year. So you're the prodigal son. I am. For oh. five years. For four years. Because oh, you weren't back in December. Mm. Uh-oh. Well, we'll not please, pre- please. talk about that too much. <laughs> no, no, okay. No, it's fine. Because uh, she understood. And then when, when it comes by December, we had like a... Call video call mm-hmm. conference call for the family, and then we though we are not physically, but we just you know mm-hmm. had a call as a family. We we, we talk the same, but they eat there. We are eating here. Of course, there is a time difference because they are ahead eight hours ahead of us. Okay, so so but we 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 communicate. Gotcha. Hey, and when you guys get together, what is the like? Uh, do you guys have similar so in the states for Christmas with the trees and then mm-hmm. we put up the stockings and mm-hmm. the lights and mm-hmm. what sort of do you have anything similar to that? Yes, we have a uh, Christmas trees, we have a uh, Santa, mm-hmm. we have uh, those lighting stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 but here it's more more beautiful. Okay, it's more you guys. You just put like. If someone give you food and then you put spicy, you put all the, you know, uh, the, 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 how do you call those? Um, seasonings? Seasonings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It makes beautiful. Mm-hmm. For us, we just go in the trees, we go in the forest and cut a tree, we bring the tree. It's a fresh tree. We don't, really? We don't, it's not like this plastic Is it evergreen? Tree. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you go in the forest, cut down the forest, that- cut a tree and then make, you know, a Christmas tree and then we put some decoration and put light. That's it. But it's so it's uh, it's a little bit more excessive in the states. It is. Yeah, that's the first time you've ever referred to American food as having more seasoning and spicier <laughs> uh, than Rwandan food. But you uh, made me like the food here. You remember last time when we you introduced you know you introduced them to to a lot of food here now and yep. uh, you have already spoiled me seriously. <laughs> but I in introduced you to Tex-Mex, which yes. is, I mean, t- it, that's real Texan food, but it's. Um, and these days, yeah. I'm really li- loving it because uh, when yeah. we go out, my wife said, "Let's go to, you know, Mexican restaurant." Say, when did you start liking Mex- you know, Mexican food? I say, go and ask Luke. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm being that good of an influence. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if I got you excited into football yet as much. You, oh yeah, football, it, it's coming. The the things nowadays, I just go like Saturday, mm-hmm. like afternoon. I go just some turn off the TV. And then watch college football, and I'm learning some stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm learning because I just go and learn how the quarterback stuff, like how they oh, score, goodness. how they, you know, it's 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 still complicated for me, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's coming. It's you should invite me again with coach, and then uh-huh. you know that was a very good moment. <laughs> coach, that's my father-in-law when yeah. he was there, when we were watching the game. Yeah, I had to bring in the uh, the the specialist, my father-in-law, who was a football coach to help. And he by. was explaining exactly yeah. the way. It, like it, you know, there is a way teachers, those professional teachers, they explain things. Yeah. 
when they explained football, like the coach when he was explaining mm-hmm. football, he was explaining like explaining to five years old because you need to make me understand because I don't know anything. Start from, you know, this is how they hold the ball. This is how they run. Yeah. This the yard. It's a, this the, the, it's good. It's a complicated game. It is. You can't just turn it on and watch it and is. think, oh, this makes sense. Are you still watching football? Uh yeah, I mean my cow- you, you are you you are a cowboy fan. My cowboys like, are not very good this year. It's it, like my Arsenal team. Is uh, it? Yeah, it's like yesterday I was watching the game and uh, my wife was laughing. <clears throat> I said, "Okay, you should quit. <laughs> you should leave. You quit. There's a, there's a lot of football team best team. Mm-hmm. You should leave Arsenal. Arsenal is not a good team for you. Because <laughs> when I'm watching, it just like, make me cry. That's that's what the cowboys <laughs> do to me. I and I can't stop. Like I try to make myself not care. But I always do care. I, I, I think this thing of sport, it, it goes with the way we grew up and uh, it, it has a co- deep connection. We're not taking as a, as a idolatry or praying or worshiping, mm-hmm. but it, it has a part of our life. You know, it's a connection to our life. So mm-hmm. I have, I've been deciding for a long time to not supporting Arsenal because Arsenal is worse. But I found myself... A, no, that's I, my team. I that, can't my stop, dad used yeah. to support it and then supporting it and say Your dad taught it, taught you Arsenal? I, that's what my mom told me because you remember that my dad died when I was two years old. Yeah. And, but when I grew up I say my, my, my sister and brother mm. say, Oh, we Arsenal, how do you know Arsenal Dad? Yeah. Dad was an Arsenal fan. I think when I, I when I was like one or two, I had I there are pictures of me wearing cowboys, Dallas oh. Cowboys shirts and stuff. So from my infancy, like it was, See? it was already there. See? Rooting for the Cowboys. Mm. Uh, Sorry, man, it's, it's happened for the. We football. we had a good couple years back when I was nine, nine and ten. It was, <laughs> that's that long, was great to be a Cowboys fan back then. That's long. It was ago. a long time ago, and I want to stop, but I end you up can. watching, and then you like can. I'm sad Sunday afternoon, and I'm, like I, I'll preach in the morning, but you know Jesus fills you with joy, and then I watch the Cowboys game, and I'm like, yeah, the <sighs> Cowboys try to take it away, and so that that tests my faith right there. But football is always going on around the holidays, mm. and so there'll be a Cowboys game on right after Christmas, and so typically my oh, family really? will watch, because it's on Sundays, and we're oh, typically together, true, and so true, that's, true. that's part of like the holidays for us. Uh, so you guys get together, mm-hmm. presents, around a tree. Yes. What is the Christmas meal? Do you guys have a Christmas meal? You, we don't have technically a Christmas meal, but I'll give you these stories for all Africans. There's because of the economy, because of the, you know, people are poor, not mm-hmm. rich. There's kind of food that people they cannot afford for a daily basis. Every, every, mm. wherever. So the, what they do, they keep the money and they buy that food. You see, mm. like, <clears throat> like for instance, if we say we, we talk about, uh, we talk about rice and meat. And yes, rice and meat. That's that. That is very, very expensive in in, in Rwanda. Okay. And then uh, regular, the normal family, you, you know, they don't get it by daily basis. What they do, they save the money, and during Christmas, they eat that food. They eat meat mm. and rice. And the kids, they are so excited because they are going to eat. They like they, once a year, they eat meat and rice. Wow. You see, so that's what they made. But it. We, I'm so glad by my family we grew up eating the same food because that's why it came to me to help the community, to help people because yeah. we, we had those things people were looking for. We had eat rice in the 
daily basis we had we eat meat but other family they eat meat only once in a year you see hmm. so so it's it's we don't have a particular meal for christmas but we have we eat something that people have been longing for the whole year so if you think of the community that you're in mm. and you think what percentage of them are looking forward to finally getting rice and be rice and meat on Christmas. What part of them would be uh, not having the financial means to afford rice and meat? Like here, like back home, back home. Oh, I would say ninety nine percent. Are you serious? Yes, I'm telling you, the economy there is very, very, very bad. So you guys being able to have rice and meat made you in the top one percent. Yes. Wow. That's 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 how the country is because they normally they eat what they cultivate, what they yeah. farming in their farm, right? So they eat potatoes, you know, corn and the beans, but rice that's expensive. Meat is expensive. Be- rice because no one's making rice in Rwanda. They're having to 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 bring it in, whereas corn and potatoes they can make. Yeah, they like a, normally the. Regular, you know, people they just have beans and 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 hmm. potatoes and was but the, the rice it comes from outside from yeah. Tanzania from Pakistan from you know gotcha yeah. was the economy this way before the genocide it was bef- especially before genocide was worse but after genocide it, 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 there's an improvement but it, if I say ninety nine percent that is still people struggling. Because let me tell you something. Like December, it's a, ma- it's a family month. By January, it's a school month. People are going to sc- back to school. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to buy two kilos of meat, and that is the school fees for my boy. Hmm. So if I'm going to buy that one, I would rather eat the regular food and my child go to the school. Because they're having to pay for school? Yes, they have to pay school. Because it's not in taxes? Nope. That's that's the things like like I I will tell you this straight, me Jeanti, as a family, we have seven kids, we pay school fees, yeah, and it's not expensive, for them it's expensive, mm-hmm. for us here yeah, we pay like fifty dollars for one kid, but that's uh, that's a that's a lot of of, that's almost fifty thousand in Rwanda, and so when you're saying you you have those kids, these are kids that you're. Your mom's raising back home? So my mom is raising other kids from just... we. Yes. You know, my mom is like Mother Therese, you know, just having kids there, I feed them. But those kids, I'm not counting them because I consider them as my young brother, young sisters. Mm-hmm. My mom has like... like last year was 12 kids in the house, but now wow. they, they are eight because either they grow up and then they went to university yeah. and start working but when i took those seven me and john t only those other eight is like they are my responsibility mm. i have to feed them i have to give them clothes i had to them that's my responsibility but these seven we just took them from nowhere just yeah. these people that's suffering we take them and say don't worry now we're gonna care. take care of the school and the school supplies and it's not expensive but for them Fifty dollars? That's fifty thousand. It's a lot of. So imagine somebody who's going to Christmas, it's going to buy 
the meat and eat, and tomorrow the child does not go to school. Well, so they decide not to eat meat and to save the money for the school. Of course. So. That's the economy. Yeah. So when you, they get food, so they celebrate, they eat, they dance, say, oh, thank you, God, for the food. That's why I always tell my babies, like Holly these days, she, she, she can't understand it, but I always tell her, don't play with food. Don't take this as you are privileged to have this. Don't take it for granted. People are suffering. Wow. So I don't allow my kids or my wife when we have leftover, oh, we are going to throw in the, in, the, in the trash. I say, nope. Let's eat this. Go and warm them. Eat it. Because I know there are people suffering there. Hmm. That's how I grew up. I grew up sharing what I have with others. But it's, 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 it's the economy of Rwanda. Huh. So when you come here and there's so much excess in, in Texas and the States, mm. it, it's got to be... It's a paradise. I'm telling you, I'm living in a paradise. Hmm. I'm living my best life in, in Texas. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow. If you tell me, because I was very famous in Rwanda. I was having everything. If you tell me, hey, Ramjan, we are taking you back to Rwanda to live there and stay there with your family, not coming back to the U.S. I say, nope. I say, no, I'd rather stay here and not go back. Not because I hate the country. Mm-hmm. I love my country very much. Yeah. But because I'm thinking about my kids. I think about the future. Mm-hmm. If I go there, I, I might get a job, good job, but it won't sustain, it won't take me, it, won't, it was not enough. I was getting money in Rwanda, but it was not enough for me because hmm. I have to spend to everyone. But you, obviously, Rwanda is in your heart. You have a great deal of like compassion, which your, your, your foundation that you're setting up, it's helping people from Rwanda, uh, other places, places as well africa mm. uh, who are coming to the states there's a lot of like, literally the necklace you're wearing now is africa yes uh so Af- africa rwanda specifically is in your heart but the opportunity for you isn't there and you want to stay here you want to live here but you have a desire to help back there that seems like a weird tension of you see this is a better place for you to live but you want to help and fix that feels like you're trying to like hold two things that are in contradictions together, right? Yes, it's 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 like if if I leave the U.S. and go back to Africa, I will not able to help them. It's better for me to be here and help them. It's like the Holy Spirit when the Jesus say it's good for the Holy Spirit to go. If it's, it's it's me for me to go, so that the Holy Spirit may stay. It's like when I go, mm-hmm. there's something that I, I was not giving you, but the Holy Spirit will give you. We give you power, give you the knowledge, we be be with you wherever. Jesus was with them physically. Yeah, yeah. But it was not with yeah. them everywhere, you know, in the shower, sleeping, where I shower, <laughs> wherever. But Jesus was with them. Yeah. But when say it's it's for your own good for me going to the Father. Because when I go to the Father, I will send the helper, the yeah. Holy Spirit. It's good for me to stay here so that mm. I may help them. Because here I work hard, I help them. What are you uh, doing so that Holy grows up with the appreciation, the love for your home country, even though this is the only country she's ever known? Is to be content for what she has. So you teach her to be content right now? Yes. How, what about, are, are you trying to build in her a love for Rwanda, a sense of connection like that is her second home or that is her her home of course it would be her second home but it, what what i'm trying to teach holly is to to know that 
there are a lot of people outside there suffering. Mm-hmm. So you are so. It was like by the grace of God, you have what you have. Don't take it for granted. Not only for Rwandese people, but for everybody. Mm-hmm. So know that you have this privilege to use what you have a good and to be content with what you have. But remember also, there are a lot of people who are suffering there outside. Yeah. So don't take it like, you know, mm, my dad, you know, you know, don't take for granted it. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's something that you should always think about it. And that's what my mother taught me. Because uh, when I grew up, of course, we're living in sheep, wherever, but we had something to eat. But always my mom used to tell us, hey, whatever you have, share with others. Yeah. And don't, don't, don't be, you know, proud because you go to, be- to the best schools. And others are suffering there. Because mm-hmm. we used, I remember where the Congo, where we used to live, to live, we used to live in the very poor, poor, poor area. It's called Birere. Very poor. If you ask, because uh, people, they ask me, where you born? I was born in Congo. Which place? Goma. Which place? Birere. They say, oh my goodness. You from Birere? Because they don't trust people from Birere. They are thieves. Mm. Poor people there. That's where I, I, my dad built a good house there. And then we are living surrounded by poor people. And we will connect with the poor, giving the poor, playing with the poor, understanding them. So th- th- that's our life. So what I teach my children, and the people, it's an advice I will give it to, to, to the parents. So just to prepare, prepare, prepare your kids for the good and the worst. You know, good and the worst. Because you don't, we, we never know where life will take us. Yeah. So it's... <sighs> Has uh, has Holly been back to Rwanda? No, not yet. When when do you think you're gonna be able to take her back? When she she knows where she's going. Cause I, I've, oh, I've she doesn't been, know now. She's yes. Yeah. I'm I'm planning maybe five years when she's five or six. Gotcha. I can take her and then explain to everything. And then the funny thing, I won't take her to this, those those fancy hotel or whatever. I'll take her to the village. Hmm. Where there's my cow, because I have cows in Rwanda. I have cows there. I yeah. will take her there, and then we camp there, and then we eat the food that the people are eating there, the local food there, and I will explain to everything. I know it will be a war with someone who grew up eating, you know, those potato chips and this, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. the ice cream and the cookies and say so. But it, but it's 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 a kind of lesson. It's it's a you know. Teaching her how life is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I'll be, uh, be curious to see how that goes. <laughs> so we'll, it won't be easy, but it would be possible. Yeah, when she's five or six. Yeah, I mean, that'd be such a good experience for her. Mm. I, need, I need to take her when she, she comes, but she will tell the story to other kids. Yeah. You know, she will tell the story. We went, we saw this, we saw mm-hmm. this. You guys, I saw people laying on the street not having anything. Yeah. I saw, I went to church. Where we church, we see people wearing barefoot. Hmm. They, they're wearing clothes that even, you know, you imagine, but people are coming with heart, loving God. Yeah. In their situation, they worship God in their condition. You know, that's what I need her to see. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Interesting. See, see the uh, see the cows that you own, mm-hmm. which uh, hopefully she likes the cows better than she likes my dog. <laughs> she doesn't like my dog at all. 
Uh, whenever I tell her, can you go back to uncle? I say, no. <laughs> no. I want to go see friends. Your daughters. So friends, but not the dog. Not the not dog. Not the dog. Not the dog. Uh, she's not a dog. It's like Jantia. Jantia, she's... They, they don't do dogs. Uh, she's, she's not a dog person. But, uh, you Mom know. and daughter don't do dogs. My nephew refers to our dog as Baba, like a sheep says Baba, because oh. it looks like a little sheep. Oh, yeah, the light, yeah. Kind of yeah. furry it, like that. Yeah. So maybe we convince her it's not a dog, it's a sheep, and she might like a Baba better. No, one thing I have to... I have to, to I, I'm, I'm in the process, probably next year, once I get citizenship, because that's what I'm planning to do. Uh, own my citizenship after like one month ago and get a dog and then take my home and then let them oh. know that the dog is there. You know what? It'd be like forcing you guys, you have to know this. Come on. You know, I think it would help your citizenship if you already had a dog. No, it would fast track your citizenship. <laughs> like, I've got a dog. I eat Tex-Mex. You know uh, what? That would help. It would. I know you have to memorize some stuff and learn some history, and, uh, but you just show a picture of you with like a golden retriever dog, <laughs> then they're like, ah, yeah, front of the line, you're in. You're one of no, us. No, tell them I'm from West Texas, right? Yeah, very West. My, 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 my accent is West. Right? Yeah, and I'll say that I'm a <laughs> light-skinned Rwandan gentleman. Okay, so for Christmas, you guys are back home. Do you guys have like Christmas stories that uh, are mm. unique? Yes, especially we go to the Matthew book. The story yeah, so you read Mary. the biblical stories. Yes. It would be the biblical stories. Yeah. Yeah, and we play the sketch, you know, about the the, the birth of Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's really good. It's really anything different than what we do here. It would be mostly not different. It could be similar because the Christianity here is very close to the, the way mm-hmm. we, you know, we we do in Africa, like the Christmas, the yeah, New Year Eve, Christmas Eve. Because Rwanda had uh, a heavy influence of American missionaries yes. that went over, and so the Christianity that you were taught was the same Christianity that True. many of us were taught. True, because it's all true. So we 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 consider America as our spiritual father. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we that pa- we consider because huh. the, the the gospel we received from the European was not enough to convince us to get saved to forgive hmm. forever but the gospel received from the american what's the difference it was different because the first gospel we received from european was taking advantage from the people and this is the a lot of people from belgium is that yeah, right? yes yes and french Belt- was was like coming we are going to give you we are going to tell you about jesus christ but we are taking your gold you see yeah but the missionary we have from our, from America, they come, oh, we love you. We are going to build school. You see, we are going to give you. We love you. We are going to give. Instead of we but love. But it does, we'll, Jesus loves you, but we are taking your, your stuff. It's different, you know. Wow. So the, okay, let's, can we talk the about. The best school we have, the best churches we have, the best things we have is from the American missionaries. Whereas the Belgium came down and took. They came gold. and they introduced Christ to the community, which is good. They introduce Christ to the people, but they rob the people. I'm sorry to use it, but that's the fact. They came and then take the, the gold and, and other the, resources, the too, resources, right? and they create division among those. Yeah. Those are the, where the priests, the Catholic wow. priests. And the, remember, the first mission that came to Rwanda was the Catholic Roman Catholics. Hmm. You know? So that's why Rwanda. This day is changing, but before it was like. Sixty percent was Catholic. Okay, twenty percent could be like Muslims, mm-hmm. and uh, the rest could be the uh, Seven Day Adventists. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, Protestant and. The, but now it's changed. We have a lot of 
you know, evangelical, evangelical yeah. churches, which is really good. Hmm. Wow. The movie of Black Panther like mm-hmm. was built on kind of like the mythology that what happened to, to, to Africa mm-hmm. is that colonizers came in, sucked out all the resources, mm-hmm. took everything, and kind of stripped Africa of the the ability to have because of the land to get above and to build economies that were flourishing and thriving. And so I, I hear you talk about Rwanda and the poverty, and then I hear the story of colonizers coming in mm. and stealing resources under the name of Christianity. Go, oh, that is... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's terrible. I mean, that, they did something good because they introduce. Yeah. You know, when you introduce something good, we, we grab it, we believed it, we left our mm-hmm. old ways. I'm talking about the old uh, for, for our fathers there mm-hmm. in Rwanda. And the, later, you didn't show, it's like you preach what you don't believe in. You preach something, but it, it's like you don't see your fruits. Yeah. You know, but they did something good. Yeah, they they introduce us to, to the Holy Trinity yeah. to God, which is good. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Was the foundation? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we want to talk about Christmas. We talked about that. Uh, I feel like we talked about everything we need to cover today. You sure? What else do we need to talk about? Okay, here's the last <laughs> thing. What would what would I need to do to convince you that your son, who is about to be born, mm-hmm. matter of weeks, mm. should be named after me? Um, mm. l- I mean, Luke would be... Luke Ramjan? Yeah. Does that sound like a great name? Okay. So let me... The question. I will answer the question. Okay. How much do you have on your account? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have enough to buy some uh, nachos and okay. some fajitas, oh, some guacamole, <laughs> guacamole, and uh, yeah. uh, chicken fajita. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's. <laughs> I was I, I just it was a joke, right? I yeah. made a joke, but uh, in in our culture, the way we name be, naming ceremony, it's it's, it's it's huge, it's big deal. So really, tell, what is it like? It, in the, it has the names had to have meanings, mm-hmm. meanings, and those meanings. Those meanings they follow the child. Okay, so explain is is there meaning Ramjan? Yes, which, Ramjan means God knows. God knows. So it's, it's like whatever I do, the, I always say, "Oh, God knows." Whatever I'm doing, God knows. Not me. God knows. So mm-hmm. He helped me. He pushes me. The name pushed me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like holy. The reason why I named holy because I conceived holy when I was not holy. Hmm. Right. I made too many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, okay, my child will be holy because holy is the Lord. I need you to be holy. I, need, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to be like your father. Be mm-hmm. holy. Wow. Right? And she still have Ramjan. And her middle name is Hosa, which is Jantia's uh, last name, used to be Jantia's last name. Hosa, which means a comforter. Okay. So it's someone who comforts you. So we in America we'd call that her maiden name, her previous last name before she got married. Mm-hmm. And so my brother's last name is my mom's old last name. Wow. And so my mom's last name was Rhodes, and my brother's middle name is Rhodes. That's so sweet. it's the same same yes, kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And so your first name, uh, Ramzam used to be your first name. It's now going to be your kids' last, last names. Name, yes. And uh, so these names carry significance oh, in a way that, like, and the reason why I chose to name my. Uh, because Neoita, that's my last name. Yeah. Neoita, that's my father's name. Right? But I don't know him. 
what should I name, give my daughter or my son, the last name that the person that I don't know. I didn't learn from my father. I huh. told you the, the last story that it was hard for me. I was questioning myself, I'm going to get married, but will I be a good father? Because I don't have any example of father around me. Because your dad I grew up, when you, my yeah. dad died when I was two years old. And I say, oh, it took me energy to build this name, Ramjan. When you go to Rwanda, say Ramjan, it's a big name, right? Hmm. So people know the name. And the, the name is associated with good things. That I'm not talking, praising myself, but so far, mm-hmm. it might change. But now, the name, when you talk about Ramjan in Rwanda, they say, oh, the other comedian guy. Oh, the other funny guy. Oh, mm-hmm. the other guy who loves God, who, who, looks, who looks different for what he preaches. You see, mm-hmm. I look like I have dreadlocks, I have earrings. Mm-hmm. I say, oh, this guy has a God, but you know, outside, I don't know what's wrong with you outside. Mm-hmm. I say, I don't care about outside. I care about inside. You see? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I decided to give my generation, my, my, I mean, my people, my mm-hmm. children to have my first name as a last name. Because yeah. when I get citizenship, Ranjan will be my last name. What? There you go. And then your first name is going to be? Joshua. Yeah. Joshua is my middle name. Which is my brother's first name. Really? So we're basically related. I yeah. told you you're from Rwanda. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I need to meet your dad. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> you need to meet my brother, too. He needs a your lot brother. of help. He needs a lot of help. You could help him. Really? Yeah, he's, he's got problems. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I feel like we covered everything, Ramjan. And uh, thanks for coming back on. Oh, thank you so much. I, I, I wish, I wish you, you could invite me every day because I like talking. We, not okay. I, I, I think we'll have to have you back on again soon. All right, man. All the best. Uh, thank you. Thanks for checking out Newsworthy with Norsworthy. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You are now adjourned.